Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Good morning. Merry Christmas. It is good to be with you here on this Christmas morning. If you are listening to this podcast on the date that we published it, today is December 25th, and so Merry Christmas to you. I'm going to read a passage from John chapter 1, and then we're just going to spend some time together thinking about uh, meditating upon Jesus, the Word become flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray for my friends and myself on this Christmas day during this Christmas season. And I ask you, Lord, to help us to see Jesus. I pray that we would be those who have the eyes to see what it is that you're doing, what it is that you would want us to see today about you and what your coming means for us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So whether you're listening to this on Christmas Day, which is the day we published it, or during the Christmas season, the 26th, 7th, 8th, 9th, uh, we're in the 12 days of Christmas. And so it makes sense for us to stop and ask questions around Jesus, to wrap our heads and our hearts around what it all means. There are a few things that I think we're invited to see in this passage that help us see Jesus in the right context. John actually paints a very vivid picture of what the coming of God meant and why it was so disorienting. And if you're anything like me, you probably sit wherever it is that you're sitting right now thinking Christmas is hard. It's hard to find the meaning. It's hard to grab onto the meaning of Christmas. You're not alone. Listen to the story John tells. He tells us a story in the first chapter of his gospel of God, the creator and the sustainer of the world, entering into our space. And that's a really important and powerful thing for us to imagine. John tells us really the beauty and the mystery of the incarnation, which is that God was not and is not content to be apart from us, that he is not content to be distant and removed, that God actually moves into our physical space. The rightful, true king of the world coming close to people like you and me. But the story is dark. It's complicated in the gospel, John says, God did come into our space, but the world didn't know him. See, the world at the time of Jesus, they were looking, most of them, for someone else, for some other kind of leader. If they imagined God coming in and doing something, it was going to be more splashy, someone more ready-made. So people were looking elsewhere. 
They were looking for a hero, maybe not a baby. And maybe the same is true for you and me. I find that when I'm asking God to come into my space, oftentimes I'm wanting him to come in with thunderclaps and um, guns blazing to defend and protect in ways that feel powerful, not a baby. And the truth of the matter is what Christmas teaches us, what the incarnation teaches us, is that God's work oftentimes begins just the way Jesus' work began a small child, something vulnerable, a seed that grows into something big and strong. Well, the world was looking for someone else, just maybe like you're looking for someone else. And the third thing we see in this passage is this, because the world was looking for someone else, people did not accept Jesus. The picture here is really dark. It's it's the picture of a son coming home and the locks being changed. Uh, people saying, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, God's offer on God's terms is rejected. People say, I wish there was something else and we actually don't accept you. There's a real powerful sense of rejection and darkness in the first chapter of John. And if I'm honest in my own life, there are times where I Um, don't take God up on his offer to come on his terms into my space. I think, well, if that's the way you're going to do it, I no thank you. But some people did receive him. John tells us that the people who did see Jesus, who did receive God's offer on God's terms, that to them was given power. And there's a really profound idea here at play, which is this. If we accept God's work on God's terms— that he gives us power. So why does he give us power? It's not just power to be um, impressive, um, exceptional. The power that we see in this passage that God gives each of us when we welcome him on his terms is power to move from creatures, from consumers, to children, to sons and daughters. It takes a powerful action on the part of God to move you from being a consuming, anxious creature to your embracing your sonship, your daughtership in him. And Jesus shows us how to move down this road by going there first. And so what we see in John's gospel, maybe the most powerful sentence ever written by human hands, is the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word, according to Eugene Peterson in his message translation, moves into the neighborhood, comes close to people like you and me. And I think one of the great invitations for us during this Christmas season, and maybe profoundly timely as we sit at the very end of 2020, which has been a heck of a year by all accounts, and we hope for a better 2021, is that we would say, God, we face what we face. We move toward the future with you as our neighbor, not distant, not far removed, not apathetic, but God, you are a neighbor. You have moved into the neighborhood. So what might this Christmas season look like for you if you had a fresh revelation, a fresh insight that God had moved into your neighborhood? What might 2021 look like if you imagined that you didn't have to face whatever it is you were going to face, your job questions, your health questions, your relationship questions, your vocational um, identity understanding questions, if you knew you didn't have to face those things by yourself, but that you would face those things with Emmanuel, with Jesus, who is your neighbor, who has moved into your space, into your neighborhood. Father, I pray for my friends here on this Christmas day. And I ask you, Lord, to remind each and every one of us that you have come close to us in the person and work of your son, Jesus, our Savior. I pray that this Christmas would be full of a sense of awareness that you're close, 
that you're nearby, that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas, friends. Merry Christmas. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm -hmm.